0: Yes! Hey guys, Danny Petione here and welcome to Renovation Advice by Experts Only. I'm here to do just that, give you guys renovation advice and it's only going to be by experts. There'll be no building bump steers and there'll be no keyboard warrior advice here. If you hear me ever say, check out the video or look at this image. Just remember, some of these might have been recorded off a video that I've done. If you wanna check that video out, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel and a link to that will be in the comments below or you can check out my Facebook group. Now, onto the podcast. Hey, Team Renovators, welcome to the Q&A today featuring Matt Reynolds from i4Tradies. I was really excited to to get into the Q&A with Matt today we've had a chat on the phone previously and, and, you know, he's got some super cool ideas and some really cool things that they're doing with I4 tradies. But what I love about Matt is, you know, he's come from a trades background and, and he's moved into something else. And he's also still got the, the, the trade company. Don't you, Matt? If I, I do, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so you, you know, sort of expanding out and he's basically been there, done that with a lot of sides of things and, and he's got some super good tips on, um, you know, making sure that, that everyone's covering themselves, that you're, that you're getting, you know, what you pay for, you, you're minimising your risk and, and all that sort of thing, which is something that you guys know that I harp on about day in, day out. It, um, that I was going through some, some sort of thoughts the other day and, you know, one of my biggest hooks that I sort of want to, to give to you guys is that... Um, just because you know how to choose colors and you know how to do a mood board doesn't mean you're gonna have a successful renovation. You know, there's a lot more to it than that and that's what I'm here to teach. And that's why I bring people on like Matt, like Jason Spall in the past, uh, you know, Josh Marks, that there was a whole heap of people there that add significant value to the back end of the process, which is where you're gonna make it or break it with your reno. So enough of me talking, um, I could go for days. So I'm um, <laughs> I'm going to let Matt jump straight into it. Uh, give us a bit of an intro, Matt, like your story, you know, where you were, where you are now, what you do. Uh, we'd love to hear it.
1: Yes, I'm a plumber. Um, you know, I'm 20 years now based down here in Melbourne. We do a lot of uh, breakdown work, a lot of uh, maintenance work. And I guess the reason I got into the trade initially was because when I was a very uh, young whippersnapper back in the day, my dad told me that um, if you want to make it, for yourself, you need to work for yourself. And uh, in those last few years of school, I thought, well, the quickest way to get into a job is to is to get a trade. And four years later, I'll be I'll be in my own business. And it didn't take quite that long, but um, that's sort of the way it went. I, I started working uh, for myself pretty early on, and um, I was part of the generation that Facebook and the like was introduced to, and it was. Actually, a moment where I really thought about how tech could come into the the trade business, mm-hmm. and that moment was that all of my friends started talking um, after a weekend about a party that was on that had been on the previous weekend, which I knew nothing about, and the reason I knew nothing about it was because I wasn't on Facebook and I didn't get the invite. Mm-hmm. So um, I was busy working at the time. You got your head down. You don't worry about too much else that's going on, but. That sort of stirred inside me for a little little while and I thought, you know what, there's got to be a way to do this in trade. There's got to be a way to infuse some of this technology into, into what we're doing. And I was standing at a plumbing supplies one day and I saw a I saw a colleague, a, a friend of mine standing at the desk and he was tapping away on it on a um palm pilot at the time, which is, you know, the sort of first iteration of smartphones for yep. any younger people in the group. And um, he showed me a system that I, I got involved with uh, with using and, and building. And back in those days, you had to buy service for your office. You had to buy these Palm Pilots. It was a really, really expensive um, thing to get involved in. And it wasn't until later and where we are now that some of the GPS technology, which is so important for trade businesses who are on multi-sites in you know different parts of the country and for some companies you know, the world, that they really need that information, they really need that GPS information to make it a good system work. And if I sort of go straight all the, all the way to macro right now working with, um, with, with I for tradies, I think that the trade um, industry is now at the point of we are starting to map out in a digital sense the best processes for doing a job. Mm-hmm. We all know about um, driverless cars, right? We've been waiting for years. Some people say they're, they're five years away. Some people say they're 15 years away, whatever. The the point is that driverless cars need a system to work off. So until they have a correct mapping system and a correct process system in terms of, um, you know, being able to drive and recognise uh, what's a bike rider and what's a tree and what's a car and what's a pedestrian and all that sort of stuff, that, that you know, um, the the car can't drive by itself, right? So I think that's a, a good analogy for where we are. We're just starting to get now, all these years later, the technology is to a point where we can start using it effectively, and we're starting to get to the point where um, it's it's having an effect with within our businesses. So um, is that is that a clear analogy? That's kind of my um, yeah high level where we're where we're at, <laughs> mate. I,
0: everything you're saying is is massively resonating with me. You know, we had a brief chat the other day, but. All of that, um, I think, if you if you really want to grow your company and you really want to succeed in really anything in life now, you have to be open to absorbing the new technologies that are out there and even forecasting That's where things are going. Um, you yep. know, gone are the days where you can run your business with a well. You can, there are still people doing it, but you can run it with you know your your journal and you keep your paper um, accounting system. And yeah, sure, it can be done, but if, you, if you're doing that, you won't keep up with the rest. You know, you'll just be sort of stuck back there in time. Um, and it's sort of the same that I say with, like, with, with renovating, right? So if you're not up with the technology and using the technology and, and the members of the group will know that I'm big on technology, um, you know, to, to make my life simpler and to automate the process too. If you're not up with it, you're going to get left behind. And, um, you know, like you say, driverless cars five to 15 years, I can't wait for that sort of stuff. I embrace that technology. And I think that's the thing about it, is you need to have that embrace of going, okay, the world's changing,
1: but it's changing to make our lives easier. Um, so yeah, if you embrace it, and I think I think it comes from both sides too, you know, as a um, home renovator, mm-hmm. you're gonna miss out on getting access to some tradies if you're not up with the latest technology, yep. you might not like that, that's just, that's just kind of the way that it is. And then as a tradesman for myself, unless we embrace it going forwards, and you can, you know, you can do both sides at this point, but mm-hmm. you've got to embrace that new stuff because consumer behaviour is changing. Yeah. You know, and for us in the trade, it's, it's changing uh, rapidly. Um, we, all, we all know the stories. You know, uh, iTunes come along and killed the music industry, right? Uber did mm-hmm. it to the taxi industry. Uh, I think that's going to happen with, with the trade industry. We're starting to see just as a, um, a, a bit of background for you. Um, I have my own podcast and do some stuff into, into the US from, from time to time. And they're actually seeing the middle sized companies completely disappear. So there's a few reasons for that. So they've basically got at one end of the scale, they've got, they call it, we'd call it man in a van, they they call it Chuck in a truck. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the other end of the end of the uh, scale is um is the hundred million plus category. And there's almost like no one in the middle anymore, because you're seeing that these people that do embrace it, they can really scale so fast. Um, and again, consumers are, are demanding it. There's a lot of advantages there, so um, that's a big that's a big topic we could talk for for a long time on. But, um, these <laughs> new tech, technologies just makes it easier for us if we're prepared to in, embrace it in most yep. instances. Right, it's a bit pain to go through at the start to learn it, but once you get your head around it, then totally. um, you know it allows. It allows you to spend more time on the things that are important. So as an example, liaising with your tradesman on site. He's mm-hmm. not buried in paperwork at home if that's being done automatically, which you can nearly get there now. Um, yep. He can spend more time on site, more time, you know, showing you things, taking you through the process, um, more more time relevant to your project. So, Yeah, definitely. You know, I think this sort of brings us to
0: a to a, a good point and, and just something that sort of popped in my head now, you know, these technologies, while people might think that, oh, you know, it might be the, the people out there that are using them are the people that are trying to, I guess, take advantage of the system or whatever. I see that as the total opposite. I see the people that are using these as providing full transparency and saying, hey, guys, we're out here to provide a service, a service to our customer, you know, and to make our life easier. Um, that that it sort of provides some form of transparency in saying that we're not out to hide anything you know we're just here to do the job do it well get paid move on to the next one um whereas the old way of doing things that you know might have been on a handshake agreement or uh you know just a quick over the phone there is so much level of while that does feel personal there is so much level of where things could be hidden in a conversation like that whereas with this technology, it's just sort of putting it out on a platter and going, there's nowhere to hide here. This is what it is. And, you know, we'll do the job for this amount and you get paid for this amount. And the payment goes through the system, which I think I for tradies does. We were talking about the other day, you know, so like it goes through the system. Certainly does, yeah. There's a lump sum. You do the job, you
1: get paid for it. That's the long and the short of it. That's right, exactly. You no, know, 100% right. And I think to really appreciate where we're going with these new technologies, you you've only got to look back to maybe previous technologies that you embrace and now use every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about things like email, right? We're not going to go back to writing letters. Like, you know, everyone uses email now. Actually, I did find someone the other day who doesn't, but anyway, there's, there are very few of them now. Um, <laughs> most people use email and you never go back to writing letters, right, because no. it's just so inefficient. You, know, you, you buy your songs off iTunes because it's a lot easier than... Um, getting a catalogue and you know going down the brushes back in the day, and then you know going through all the records, like it, it's instant. It's um, you're just not going to go back. So, no. um a lot of differing, a lot of differing opinions on the on the technology space, surely. But um, you know, if you're if you can think a bit forward on it, I think you can really take advantage of it now. So, um, my my thoughts, are, as you know, are very much in line with yours. So, yes, yeah,
0: so. Um, i4Tradies, just
1: um, if yes, you can sort of give us just a,
0: you know, a bit of an elevator spiel of what it does because I think that's going to sort of open us up to more questions and things that we can kind of talk about that will be very relevant to the, to the group.
1: Yep. So i4Tradies is an app-based suite of uh, software applications, if you like. Um, very simply, we have three different apps. We have a business owner's app, okay? we have an employee app and we have a consumer app. Okay, so this is the first iteration, um, to our knowledge, of um, tradesman-based software that's engineered from the customer's point of view. So this we're focusing on the customer experience through through the process, through our process, I should say. So this is like, I mean, it's a very common. Everyone's the next Uber of something, right? But if you think of Uber compared to the taxi industry, that's where we're really sitting um, for this trade in this trade space. So the idea is that um, consumers can log a job through the app. It goes goes to the business owner. A business owner can push the job out to the employee app. As they start jobs, they upload photos, as they put information in, and all that information is automatically shared between yes. the parties. And the business owners do have a little bit of control over some of that. But the idea is that um, just like when you order an Uber, you can see your tradesman drive to you. Mm-hmm. You can see when he actually arrives at the front door. Yep. Um, you can see when he started the job. Now, some of your viewers and listeners might be thinking, well, I'd be there, but it also allows you to do things like order a job for your elderly mum and dad, grandparents, and actually see the job unfold mm-hmm. on, on your phone. Yep. So, again, you used the word transparency before. It's about bringing transparency to that whole process. So. Um, Again, leaving nowhere to nowhere to hide, which is yes. comes back to transparency, right? So that's a very simple um, simple overview. Yes. Importantly, when you log a job from a consumer's point of view, we have little things like you can filter out um, the sort of uh, requirements that you have. Okay, which. Helps you to avoid some of the um, dodgy tradies out there, if Mm -hmm. if you want to put it that way. Um, So you, you select your trade as an example. You put in your job details. And then you can select the criteria. So you can go through and you can see a picture of the plumbing license. You can see their insurances up to date. You can request that the person who comes to your place has a working with children um, certificate, that they have police check. So there's a number that they're a member of an industry body as an example. So yes. you can go through and you can really filter out. And the best way to um, solve a problem when it comes to building, right, is never get in, is never to get into one. Mm-hmm. Um, they can get messy down, down the line. And if you get someone who is... Um, first of all, qualified, properly insured, a member of all the right organisations, you're going to give yourself a 99% chance that you're dealing with a legitimate person from from day one. And remembering that in the past to do that, you've got to call them, you've got certificates emailed to you. It can be hard to ask for those things. So we're putting all of that in the consumer's hands so they can check that before they even log, you know, log a job. Yes. Yeah. Mate, that's...
0: that's um... Something that I've actually discussed on, on here before, uh, you know, is what do you need to, what do you actually physically need to get off your trades before they start? So like you say, you know, insurance, licenses, um, white cards, uh, working with children, police clearances, you know, there's a, there's a whole raft of things that even as a builder, uh, you know, sometimes we sometimes we forget to get things, but obviously we've put systems in place to manage that. Now you can't manage these Absolutely. type of things in your head because you will you will mess up. You'll you'll forget something, and then you know when that trade goes bad, you'll be begging for them to give you a copy of their um, current non-expired insurances
1: or you know something along. Yeah. Those. That's right, and it's not necessarily um, a bad tradesman if he can't pull his uh, licence out of his pocket, right? No. Things get, you know Things get uh, lost and misplaced and all that, but exactly what you said, you automate that process. So all of that's done up front. All of that's off the table. You know that you're dealing with someone legitimate. You know you're giving yourself the best chance to have success in the end. Now, does that mean that there will never be problems? problem? Of course not. You're not going to know all the problems you avoid by going about it this way, but you'll avoid the major ones.
0: Yep. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's, it's like you say, instead of, you know, I might be an awesome accountant, right? And I've decided I'm going to own a builder, my own renovation. And but now, oh, geez, for every single trade, and I might have 20 or 30 different trades in the job, plus, you know, sub consultants, uh, sub uh, subcontractors, I've got to go yes. and then dig up like those five documents that we just said, then I've got to make sure that they're all ticked off. Then I've got to do this. Then I've got to do that. Hey, there's already systems out there that do this. I 4 Trade is being one of them um, or yeah. maybe the only one. Um, you know, instead of, instead of um, basically, you know, trying to do all that yourself and if you're a really good accountant, you're probably earning $100 an hour. Why waste your time chasing up certificates when it can already be all be yeah. done for you?
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think we're going to see a bit of an evolution in this use of technology mm-hmm. and we're going to embrace it. We're going to start automating seriously parts of our lives, you know, yes. and, the, and the trade space certainly being one of them. And what we're going to go back to is the softer skills are going to be really, really important um, yep. going forward because it puts everyone a little bit on a level playing field or at least mm-hmm. the legitimate ones. You know, you get a choice of them then you then they come out and so say they're going to quote the job for you as an example. then. It's gonna come down to their, their personality, how they carry themselves. Do you feel like they're gonna do the right thing? Um, and those skills are going to be important from a consumer and a, and a, and a tradesman um, yeah, perspective as well.
0: Definitely. We actually spoke uh, just before we jumped on th- this Zoom uh, about you know, the fact that yes, we are talking about tradesmen and making sure they're properly licensed, but there's also uh, that as consumers and as project managers or, or whatever we're doing, we also need to to provide some level of service back in the other direction, because if we do, then we're going to get better service back towards us. So we're talking about, you know, for example, um, it's, it's very easy to say to your, your plumber, okay, hey, Mr. Plumber, I want a new toilet. And okay, so the plumber quotes on, okay, I think it's going to take me three hours to change the toilet over and put the new toilet in. But if you're not telling that plumber that, hey, I'm putting a new toilet in, but the waste is located in a different spot to the existing one, then that three-hour job actually nearly becomes a full bathroom refurb. Or, you know, potentially, if, if you're stuck with that toilet, and guess what? Typically, when you buy a toilet and you pull it out of the box, you can't return it. So, you know, there's all these things and it's sort of spending that time at the start, um, and I've got the the dream reno shopping list, which is is going to be released soon, that that sort of scopes all these things out, and then you can give it to your tradesman and go, hey, guys, here's all the information you need to be able to quote on this job so that they're not trying to pick your brain and guess what you're after, because then what's going to happen is they're going to give you a bill at the end that was more than what you expected, and you're going to go, oh, they're, they're ripping me off. But really, it was because they didn't have all the information they needed at the start. And there may be some form of, yes, they probably should have asked for that. You've got to realize these guys are probably dealing with 30, 40, 50 different clients a week. Um, if, if I can just educate you guys to give them the right thing at the start, then it makes everyone's life
1: easier. Yeah, it goes so far. Being a good customer, right? It's, um, there's there's value for you and your own pocket if you if you're prepared to do that because not many people will. And certainly, knowing where you want to end up makes life for everybody on a renovation project so much easier. Um, the toilet is a good example. You know, if you know before you pull that first piece of plaster off the wall or pull that first door off the hinge, where that toilet's going to go, what toilet it's going to be and your vision for the entire project is is mapped out, then um, your tradesman will love you because so many projects that we go to, you know, you get the old, um, can, you, can you do the bathroom? It's like, well, yeah. what do you want? Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. What do you reckon? It's like, well, I've got lots of my own thoughts and fair enough, I'm happy to share them, but we're already starting from a place that we don't ever know where we're going. Like, how are we going to get there? You know, So, and then what happens? You start doing the work, you might, you know, Somebody changes their mind. Um, they talk to somebody else who has a better idea, or, or whatever. And we're starting to put all this pre-planning stuff into the project time. Mm-hmm. The Project gets blown out. You're going to get extra charges. You know, there goes your budget. Um, and and you know, and along with whatever else that um, you know will will. Uh, I suppose. Um, yeah, oh, what's the what's what's the word? If you spend too much money on your on on your house, you're not going to have money for other oh, things, right? So,
0: yeah. Or yeah.
1: Exactly, yeah, yeah. goodness. Um, you know what I'm trying to say though, right? So um, yep. you want to keep control of your budget and the way to do that is to know where you're going right from the start. Totally.
0: There's a, there's a statistic that I always talk about and it's nearly 50% of Australian renovations go over budget and those ones that do go over budget go over budget by mm-hmm. 10% or more. So I consider 10% a conservative number because I've done my own renovation, which I talk about, one of my personal ones that went 13 years and over. And I'm a builder, right? So it's a bit of a disgrace and something that I don't love to talk about. But it's there and it's there as proof that, hey, even someone that's an expert at this can stuff it up. Previously, it was in the earlier part of my career. But, you know, I've learned the lessons, I've implemented the systems. And like you say, it's all about that plan, 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 plan. And then, you know going in and going, okay, this is my budget. Hey, um, tradesman, this is what I want. This is my budget. You know, they might give you a, a the plumber might give you a bill for sort of 5,000. You go, oh, I only budgeted 4,000 4, for that. Rather than trying to screw them down, it might be how can we, how can we change this scope slightly around to bring the cost down? And the plumber might go, well, hey, why are you moving that waste 200 mil one way when you know that's a significant cost let's just leave it in the same spot and work something else out and then so we update our scope and we move forward so it's sort of this you know working working together process but giving everyone the right information and then coming together and delivering the project what what i think a lot of people sort of forget is that you know as a tradesman it's it's essentially working um it's exchanging time for money, right? So you go out there, you do a job, you get paid for it, plus you might make a little bit of margin on top. Every time that they've got to try and decipher what you're asking for or, you know, go out there twice, you're getting billed for that. And it's fair that they bill you for that because that's this is their living. So if you're giving them everything they that's need, right. uh, then you're, you know, then you essentially
1: should get a better price and a smoother process. So... Yeah. I mean we just know from daily life, right? I mean, there's some people that in your if you're not in the building game that you'd probably got a, a job or run a business of, of some description. And you know for some of your customers or some of your colleagues that you'll go the extra mile for because you like them mm-hmm. or because they've done it for you before in the past or, or or whatever it is. So it's just a um I mean it's just a good human interaction skill isn't it you yes. want to you want to be the person that the tradesman wants to help most tradesmen are really good not all of them sure but most of them are really good and they really want to help you but you can feel like you're fighting the process um if i'm going to talk completely honest from my side for, for a minute you can feel like you are fighting against some people and again just because you don't know where you're going yes Yeah, yeah, definitely definitely
0: Mate, um, I, th- I think we're, you know, we're on the same page and I'm loving this chat about, you know, systems and technology and stuff because I'll harp on about it and harp on about it. But when we've got people out there that are, are proven and showing that it's working, it sort of helps the group to see it's not just crazy Danny just saying this stuff. It's it's, it's out there and this is where the future is going. If you don't have systems, you don't have technology in place, you, you, you're going to fall behind the times. So you're not going to deliver what you want. Um, yeah. I thought what we might do just to, um, you know, sort of give, give the guys some, some extra sort of um, value is, is maybe if, if, Matt, you can just sort of give us, uh, you know, maybe some of your tips. Like, as you say, you've done renovations in the past. What's some tips that you'd, you'd say to if someone was coming to you and saying, OK, I'm, I'm new to this building game, but I really want to project manage as an owner builder my own renovation. What, yep.
1: What's the tips you can offer? Uh, first of all know your budget which I know that you talk about a lot very very important and also uh, know your limitations I know that there is a lot of renovation shows on on TV that can make it look very easy from from time to time and just like a lot of things that you see on TV it's it's um you know, take it from me you're not going to do your bathroom in a week it's going to mm. take a little bit longer than that yep um so you want, to know, you want to know your budget, you want to know your limitations. They're, they're the two big things. And you want a forward plan, we, we've talked about it already, but you want a forward plan really as much as, as possible. And I think that if you can, you can screen out who you're using at the very beginning, then you're going to alleviate yourself of a lot of problems. Um, you want to look at the uh, type of company that you're, that you're getting in, involved and I like to, when I'm doing these things, to have someone who is just slightly overqualified for, for what I'm attempting to do um, because that should mean that they've come across most things before. They've seen it, you know, a different versions of this problem before. They're going to have more ideas on, you know, on, on how to um, solve it. Um, you know, if you your, your uh, whatever mate son who's just gone out on his own, he's probably not the right person to know, start plumbing up the, the next tower in uh, Brisbane or Townsville or wherever, right? Like, you've got to work up to that. So um, that's a little thing that I like to do. Um, and I really think if you do those things, you're going to put yourself in a, in a really good good spot. Definitely. You know, Bancroft, use, use the knowledge
0: of the team that you're bringing together. I always say, as a builder, you're nothing but a really good administrator, right? I just employ the right people for the right jobs. I don't know the how, I just know the who, and then what I do is I put that who in the right situation to deliver the what or the why that I want. So, yes. um, mate, I think that, I think they are awesome tips. Um, that I, I really liked that, I, that really resonated with me, that last one is to, to you know, don't just go for the, the bottom of the rung tradesman that you find on Gumtree. Um, them, you know, they might be great, but there's also potentially a reason that they're spending zero dollars on their advertising and it's through Gumtree. Um, yes. But I recommend just going up. And I 4 tradies, uh, you know, I, I've just I stumbled across these guys only probably three weeks ago and, and Matt and I have been talking and, and one of the other members of the team. And, and I just love what they're doing because it's something that resonates with me. Um, I I actually think the consumer program's free for everyone, isn't it, if they download the app? It is, yeah. It's ready to use, yep. So any of you guys can jump on, download i4Tradies, and then basically if you're looking for a tradesman, you know that, hey, I can check out that they've got their license, I can check this, I can check that, I can check X, Y, and Z. They're sort of pre-qualified, I guess.
1: Is that the right term, Matt? Yeah, so we get we give all the traders that come on board the option to upload certain things like mm-hmm. licenses and that, and then we screen them on the minimum stuff. So you know they will be licensed, they will be insurance and yep. um, covered by insurance. Um, and you can have a look and see see who you're getting. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, awesome. And because it's in it's in um, uh, the the Google Play Store, the the App Store. If you're if you're on Apple, it's um it's, it's ready to go. If I can just give you one more tip, which I think has only really been a relevant thing. Um, probably in the last 12 to 24 months is that when you're choosing your contractors get onto social media and have a look what they're like in the in the field a lot of companies put a lot of stuff out there and you've only got to watch two or three or four one minute instagram videos as an example and you're going to really start to get the feel for the type of people that they are, so that's another little trick that you can use. Yep. After you've gone through that selection, maybe through offer traders or whatever, you, you've decided on two or three. Have a look online and 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 see see the the, the side of themselves that they want to make public, because that's mm-hmm. probably going to be in most cases the best part of, of their company, right? So yep. um, you're going to start to get a feel for who they for who they are. Definitely, yeah,
0: I, I, really, I really like that because. I've found that in my dealings, I've found that the, the, I guess, the generation of tradies that sort of embrace technology and are out there and are pushing themselves and are showing themselves and, and going, this is what we do, you know, providing that level of service are the ones that you want to deal with. You sort of don't want to deal with the ones that just want cash for every job or, you know, this or that because it's just sort of like they're not out there to run a, a, a I shouldn't say it that way, but... I prefer just dealing with that next level of trade. I guess what it is is you know that next next cab up the rank, and it's the um, the one that is out there to grow their business, to to prove themselves, to do the right thing, um, and
1: they're the people that I want to go on the journey with. So, yeah, absolutely. About selecting a provider that's you know has the similar values to what you do, right? So it's um, a couple of ways to to, to check that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, Matt. Well, mate, thanks a lot for today. We've gotten so much out of this, um, and I'm very thankful for for you and for the rest of the team for you know putting this all together. And, mate, I I, I look forward to uh, the group checking out. So it's www.i4theNumberFourTrades.com.au or just .com. That's it. Yep, you got it. You got it.
1: Yep. Uh, I4trades.com.au.
0: and you can check them out on the App Store and the Google Play Store. It's free to download as a, as a consumer. Um, That's right. So, it's also
1: free to use as a business owner as well. Okay. So you, have a, you can actually get the business app and sign up and get a two-week uh, free trial there. Now, I did mention, I'm um, going to do another shameless plug, but for a reason, um, my podcast is called Trench Talk. Now, if you go, there's actually a... Um, Uh, a discount code or a um, special coupon through the process you've actually put trench talk as one word in there you can actually get another free two weeks as well so if you're a business owner you can uh, you can go and try it for for a month for free and uh and really start to see how the uh how the technology works perfect i've just written that down because i'm going to get myself that trial (laughs) Uh. (laughs) awesome
0: Awesome. All right, Matt. Thanks, heaps. And, uh, mate, we'll, we'll speak soon. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Dave.